1: There's joy in every journey.
2: On the line right now is my friend. This guy's such a good dude. The host of You Better You Bet, which is expanding, by the way. Very exciting news, including to SiriusXM. He's Odyssey Sports betting insider. The one and only Nick Costos. Remember, insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to You Better You Bet for more of Nick's analysis, for the podcast version, you can also listen live. Just search You Bet whenever wherever you find your podcast whenever you do so. Hello, Mr. Costos.
0: Bill, what's going on, man? Happy Football Friday. I hope the weather's better in your neck of the woods in L.A. than where it is here in New York, where it's basically been raining for like eight days straight. I am like dying to see the sun, but a great weekend of football on tap. How's it going?
2: I get alerts still for New York weather, and I have to admit that I got some flooding alerts today, and I chuckled, and I felt bad about it. And I felt guilty.
0: What a jerk, man! <laughs> horrible
2: person. Horrible. Speaking of horrible people, let me just ask you. Not so. So yesterday we had a situation where I asked if you have a designated parking spot, right? You have a designated parking spot. Your spot one, and you show up, and your colleague. Or you, sorry, you show up, and so, and your spot is taken, but your colleague's spot, spot two, is is open. Do you steal your colleague's spot and make them go look? for street parking, or do you go to street parking?
0: I think that if, like, I am up against it in, like, a time crunch and I have to get to where I'm going, that I would take the spot, the colleague spot, and then, like, let them know, like, hey, sorry, I did this. But uh, but otherwise, no, like, I would go and have to find street parking, and then I would, like, do everything in my power to find this person that did that and make them yes. pay for their grievous crime.
2: I, I mean, Tom, our, our Pretty Daddy, the executive producer, not only would take the spot, wouldn't apologize, and used to be that kid that would steal other people's Halloween candy back in the day. That's what I'm dealing with, Costos. Yeah, sh- pretty yeah.
0: daddy seems like an ass. I don't know what else
2: to say. He's a great guy. He's just like his moral compass got cracked or something. we got to fix it. Something went well, wrong.
0: Let, well, let me, ask you, let me ask you this question. If someone's moral compass is cracked, are they, is he a great guy?
2: I mean, that's a really – look, it's one of those, you know, if a, if a tree falls in the forest, you know, doesn't make a sound question. I hope so because i got to look at his mug every single day, Nick. Yes, I'll go with yes, maybe. Okay. Not when it comes – well, not when it necessarily comes to human interactions, maybe.
0: Yeah, i, 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 I got to tell you, everything I hear about Pretty Daddy seems like Pretty Daddy's a terrible guy. He might be terrible daddy at this point. Last week was ugly daddy. Now I just think he's terrible daddy. I don't <laughs> know if I like him very much.
2: Well, I'm stupid, Daddy, if we're going to keep this going, because I made a solemn vow that I would never bet on a Bears team ever again. I hate them, even though they're my team. And then I woke up this week. I was sober. I don't know what. I was at least physically sober, maybe emotionally drunk. And I bet on Chicago plus three and a half against the hapless Broncos. Am I going to lose this bet? It's okay. It's okay. I hate myself and the Bears
0: yeah i just i i I feel like as a bears fan, like your pleasure should come not from like betting on your team but betting against them, but that's like a story for another time uh so 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 listen you have, you have a good number, and I have a good number. Uh, I bet Denver minus two and a half when it's opened on Sunday night. It's just like no way the Broncos can be less than a field goal, and I think at three and a half like i i I wouldn't make that bet with Chicago. But I think, like, you have made, like, an actual good bet, like, around the key number of three. So we're both, so hopefully it's Broncos by three and we both win the bet, uh, come Sunday night. But, uh, yeah, it's like, it's never Chicago. And here's how you know how bad the Bears are. Like, Denver, the whole nation saw it. What everyone's been talking about all week. Denver got a 70 burger drop on them on Sunday by the Miami Dolphins. And then what happens on Sunday night when the lines open for the following week? Like, they get bet into oblivion, like, through three on the road. That's how bad the bears are, and I'm not telling you and the listeners anything that don't already know the bears are obviously the laughing stock of the league at this point, um, but at three and a half like i I don't think I would bet I would never bet Chicago at that number, don't get me wrong, but I also don't think I'd bet Denver, so I actually think for the listeners out there, like if you're looking to bet this game now, I guess it might be like I, just don't bet the game, and I guess if you really need action, maybe consider Chicago. I would never make that bet though.
2: I mean, extracting the Chicago Bears from your life, whoever you are, wherever you are, is, is a good just life bet. Nick Costos, the Costos on Twitter here on the show. Uh, Dolphins at Bills, obviously, is a really, it's a really good, interesting football game. And one of the storylines, Miami underdogs, despite that 70-burger you referenced that they put on the Broncos. How do you see this game? What's the number when you want to play it with any confidence?
0: Yeah, so I, I, I just feel like, so I, I, I've had a lot of people ask me this week, like, is this point spread wrong? Like, should Miami be favored in the game? Uh, my answer to those questions, no. Like, I think, like, Buffalo favored by less than three is is correct. Um, what the point spread is basically indicating here, Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, is that the Bills are, like, slightly better than Miami on a neutral field. And coming into the year, this number would have definitely been higher than three. So this is, like, this is a respectful line, believe it or not. And I'm not saying that to you necessarily, Bill, but the people that may not be, like, in tune with this stuff, this is a respectful line towards the Miami Dolphins. Now, when I sit down and I make my point spreads on Sunday night, I made the Bills a one-point favorite in this game. So wh- where I'm coming down is that I think Miami is slightly better than Buffalo. I actually think the Dolphins are better than the Buffalo Bills right now. So if this number ever hits three, if I can get three with the Miami Dolphins, Dolphins plus three, that's a bet that I want to make, especially with Jalen Waddle in the lineup. And I'm going to be going head-to-head with a lot of people that do sports betting content. Like, everyone loves Buffalo this week. It's like the contrarian side. It's like, oh, a Dolphins scored 70? Give me the other team. Like, great, okay, Maybe. Like also like I have the better coaching staff. I'll take Mike McDaniel versus Sean McDermott offense versus defense, and I'll take Vic Fangio versus Ken Dorsey defense versus offense. I have to get three, but give me the Dolphins coming up on Sunday catching the three on the road in Buffalo.
2: Costos, how do you assess this Ravens Browns game after that performance from from Cleveland last weekend?
0: Yeah, I think it's you know this is a classic AFC North game where. I think the number three becomes valuable, and I hope we can get to some games where, like, the on-field handicaps are really interesting. Like, this is just, like, this is a number play, and I, that may be boring to some people, but I also think it's, like, how you win, like, how you win money. And we can have a conversation about how the game's going to play out, also how the Ravens can keep it close, like a much better injury report for Baltimore. They may be down a couple receivers, Beckham and Bateman, but, I mean, like, they're getting a couple big offensive linemen back. They're going to get some members of their secondary back. And if the number's going to be three, it's just, like, an easy click of the button on Baltimore. Maybe the Browns win the game by four Like, I'm not saying that can't happen. Just that, like, in a game like this, with division rivals like this, two good teams, better coach on the the underdog side, I'll take the three all day, every day, twice on Sunday. So give me the Ravens plus three, and I'm willing to live with whatever the outcome is.
2: Nick Costos, Odyssey gambling, insider expert extraordinaire. You have satiated my curiosity on the games that I'm kind of eyeing just because they're interesting. For money-making purposes, to try and make the wallet a little bit fatter, you just pick whatever game or games that you think you've, you've, you see an edge where people might have an advantage by, after you uh, walk us through whatever you want. Yeah,
0: so I'll hit you with a couple of them. Um, I'll give you the first game of the day, the last game of the day, and then a game in the middle in chronological order. So the first game of the day, London, obviously, on Sunday morning with the Jaguars, um, quote-unquote, hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Jacksonville's a three-point favorite. The total's 43-and-a-half. Uh, I bet Jacksonville, and I bet the over. Uh, I will not bog people down with numerical analysis here. I will make this the most shallow, like a a low-hanging fruit analysis you could possibly have. You can bet on Desmond Ritter. I'll bet Trevor Lawrence. I'll lay the three with the Jaguars and feel good about it. Bounce back spot for the Jags offense. And I think both of these offenses, like not because of Ritter, but because of Atlanta's run game, I think both of these offenses can put some points up here. It's a low total, below the number of 44 right now. Uh, Jacksonville and the over for me coming up on Sunday in London. Uh, Middle game during the day. Let's look at this Bengals-Titans game in Tennessee where Joe Burrow and the Bengals are two-and-a-half-point road favorites at the Titans. Um, this is basically like Black Friday, like 95-inch television for like $150 level discount here on the Cincinnati Bengals because of Joe Burrow's calf injury. If Burrow can make it and, – and, and here's obviously the rub. Like Burrow steps awkwardly, he gets sacked and maybe like twists the calf, and then he's out and then the bet is up, like goes up in smithereens, right? But if Burrow's able to make it through this game, he doesn't have to be able to move around the pocket. He can be like, 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 uh, you know, the, the, the lumbering around like Odor, And I think this is going to be okay because the Titans pass defense is brutal. Like, remember last week, I told you I love the Browns. You know, lay in three against Tennessee and like even Deshaun Watson will look good against the Titans pass defense. He has his best game since he was in Houston. If Burrow can stay upright, it's a huge game for Chase and to bounce that game for T. Higgins at a major discount. Cincinnati minus two-and-a-half on the road in Tennessee. And then the last game on Sunday is the Chiefs and the Jets. Like, we don't even really need to belabor this point. Like, I make the game 10 if Zach Wilson's going to be the quarterback. They're saying Zach Wilson's going to be the quarterback. It's an easy bet on Kansas City. Now, the one thing that fouls this up, if at some point, Bill, in between now and Sunday, and I think at this point now, this late in the week, this is not going to happen, it would be if Robert Sala came out and said, actually, you know what, I've spoken to the team leadership council, whatever they call it, and we're going to go with Simeon or Tim Boyle, right? They signed Simeon earlier this week. Boyle was the third stringer, now the backup. I actually think, like, you would get, like, an insane one-game bump from the crowd and from the rest of the team, similar to how Rodgers goes out in week one against Buffalo, and the rest of the team plays great around Zach Wilson, including, like, the Garrett Wilson Cirque late touchdown on that, like, brutal throw from Zach Wilson. So I think at this point, like, we're not going to get a different quarterback starting the game, but maybe, like, I'm telling you, man, and, like, you don't have to be from New York to know this. The first time Zach Wilson, like, airballs Garrett Wilson, like uh, like Uncle Rico, 15 yards over his head, that crowd is turning on this team, that quarterback, and this coach, 100%. So maybe, like, they're down 10 nothing at the end of the first quarter, and, like, here comes, like, quarterback not named Zach Wilson, doesn't even matter who it is, crowds instantly back in it. You're going to get a better effort from the defense, and the quarterback will be better than Zach Wilson by virtue of the fact that he is not Zach Wilson. So that's how this bet goes up in smoke. But, I mean, but if the Chief, if they're going to roll with Zach Wilson for 60 minutes, this is easy money on Kansas City.
2: Nick Costos, if you are an Arizona fan, a Niners fan, a psychopath, or drunk, or you just want to bet on a game where the line is 14 points, <laughs> I find these so amusing. How would you bet?
0: San Francisco, pretty easily. Um, like, minus let's 14. Check out, oh, I love e- it. Easy, easy. Um, and, like, I think if you made that – now, look, like, this does not mean that the bet is going to win. But I think, like, if you were to bet San Francisco minus 14 now, I think that by the time we hit kickoff on Sunday, like, you will have made a valuable bet. Like, I think the line will close higher. Um, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, the best member of the Cardinals pass-catching group, injured his thumb at practice yesterday. Like, let's see what the practice report says today. It's not one of my favorite bets of the week, but this is – it's San Francisco or nothing. Like, we can give Arizona credit for what happened last week, definitely. But, I mean, like, I think this is an impossible spot for the Cardinals to keep this game close. Uh, I think the Niners are going to run them off the field. San Francisco or nothing in that game.
2: What – Um, I-, I know this is a little close to your heart, and it's Monday, but – but we don't have you here Monday so I'm going to take advantage of it last question for you Seattle playing a hapless giants team so far in the beautiful state of New Jersey it's what i think it's i think the giants are one one and a half point dogs depending on where you look what does your head and what does your heart tell you and they could be different answers
1: um
0: yeah so i my heart tells me that look the giants uh, it, I make Seattle like a one-and-a-half-point one favorite in the game. So it's basically like pick the winner. I do think Seattle is a better team. Like my heart tells me, like the Giants can definitely, of course the Giants can win the game, right? It's, it's a really close point spread. Um, it would really help them if Saquon Barkley were going to be back now. He practiced yesterday, Thursday, in a limited fashion, individual drills. My sense, though, Bill, is that Saquon is not going to play in this game got a high ankle sprain like we've seen how this goes with position players like it saps them effect of effectiveness for a long time and they don't generally play for a couple weeks after the injury now they did have 11 days of rest coming off last Thursday's loss in San Francisco now playing a Monday game so that helps I I don't think we're going to see Saquon Barkley play in the game but obviously if he does that helps the Giants so in lieu of giving you a play on the side of the game where I guess like gun to my head like I guess I would take Seattle if like my life were on the line but uh I like the over in the game now it has been bet up quite a bit I was one of the people that drove it up. Um, it opened like 45, and it's just like never. Like, that line's ridiculous. Now we're through 47, which is a key number when you think about totals. We're at 47 and a half. So, like, the bet is not as good now as it was a couple of days ago. I still think it goes over the total. Like, the Giants' offense is going to start to round into form here because they've got a couple of young, explosive players that are now being integrated into the offense. And Wandale Robinson, who made a season debut on, on uh, last Thursday, who's now going to replace Paris Campbell, who's brutal in the slot, And Jalen Hyatt's going to start getting more involved in this offense also. So I'm bullish on this Giants offense versus this bad Seahawks defense. And on the flip side, the Giants defense can't get home with any pressure. And they can't stop the run. So here's Kenneth Walker, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigbaugh, and Geno Smith to drop 30 points on you. Uh, I love the over on Monday night.
2: Nick Costos, you're the man, buddy. Love the insight. Love having you on. Love you giving Pretty Daddy a hard time. Thank you, pal, again for, for joining us on a Friday.
0: You got it, my friend. Wishing you and all your great listeners minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute berry. Best of luck.
2: That is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Nick Costos. One of my favorite dudes. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.